Ladies and gentlemen, live from coast of the Carolinas by way of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is the moment sports betting fans around the world have been waiting for. It's time! Introducing the Fistful of Cash Podcast! What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are tuned in to the newest edition of the Fistful of Cash Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dale Lippin. Uh, just like the first episode ever, the one-year episode has me by myself. Co-host Soup is at an all-you-can-stamp bingo extravaganza where he's been stamping away for the last 36 hours. So he is ready to go. He's been, you know, muscling with Ethel and Judith and everybody else, trying to win bingo as many times as he can. So he can't make it tonight. But we do have a good card on deck. UFC on ESPN 5, Lawler versus Covington. Going to jump right into it. Going to keep it short and sweet since it's just me by myself. First episode we ever did was about 20 minutes long. We're going to try to honor that by doing the same thing with this this episode. Starting off on the main card, Kennedy Njoku is coming back and taking on Darko Stozic. Njoku sitting at 6-1 and and or Njeku, sorry, is how you I guess how you say his name is taking on Stozic who is 13 and 2. You know, Kennedy looked really good in his debut until he didn't. Uh, I know that's a plain way of saying it, but he gassed out. He did not look good after the fact. And as such, you know, it's. I, I know it was a short notice fight for him, but he just didn't look great. I mean, I just I wasn't impressed, you know, listening to some other podcasts, listening to some experts talk about him. I just was not impressed in that fight. You know, and then losing the way that he did, uh, you know, to Paul Craig last minute, you know, via triangle choke, you just, I don't know, I guess you expect more out of guys whenever they're that hyped up. And Paul Craig having such a bad gas tank, you really, all you got to do is just stretch him out a little bit. And then, it, you know, crazy things happen. He's taken on an absolute banger in Darko Stozic. Uh, you know, who's also coming off of a loss, unanimous decision to Devin Clark, but he got a TKO win before that to Jeremy Kimball. This fight, as far as I'm concerned, even though Stosik sitting at a minus 135 is essentially a pick em, uh, you really can't do wrong on this fight as far as it's not going to go the distance. I believe this fight will end inside the distance. It's a matter of who it's going to be. Gas tank's probably going to play a factor. Darko Stosik sitting at 13-2. and two. Yeah, he's worth a shot um, at minus 135. I, I'd go ahead and play him for that. Next fight, Scott Hot Sauce Holtzman versus Dong Hyung Ma, the maestro himself. Uh, Hot Sauce Holtz, he's sitting at 12-3, and three, and the maestro 16-9-3. And, and here's the thing about Dong Hyung Ma is he is at a plus 325, I believe which is, in my opinion, going up against a guy like Scott Holtzman, stylistically, a pretty uh, pretty decent like dog play here. I mean, I think he's a lot more live than a plus 325. Depending on how we're sitting uh, going into this fight on the night, I'm, I'm probably going to play Maestro here at plus 325. Uh, he's got good power. He's got decent wrestling. He's got good submission defense. I might, I might consider playing him here. Sit, 
considering Holtzman's sitting at minus 450, there's no chance or no value in playing him whatsoever unless you're going to throw him in a parlay, which we might do. Uh, but until then, I think Maestro might be the play here. Plus 325. You know, I can't forget his knockout of Takanori Gomi. Uh, you know, he's got power. Uh, you could do worse. Plus 325, like I said, depending on how I'm, si- well, I'm sitting on the night, uh, you know, we're going to put the Instagram post up. There'll be some underdog plays on there. There's some fights that I think that the odds makers have wrong. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll be making plays throughout the night leading up to that, as you guys are well aware. If you're not and you're, it's your first time listening and you haven't done so already, you need to follow us on Instagram at Fistful of Cash Podcast. Uh, while you're there as well, head over to Stay Classy Meets and follow them on Instagram as well. And then if you use our promo code FIST, you can get 10% off any order that you do with them. So go ahead and follow them as well. You know, absolutely fantastic. They sponsor fighters all around the world, Olympic-level athletes. Uh, Their meet is second to none. And they also support the show. So support them uh, for supporting the show. And that, in turn, supports the show as well. So we would appreciate that. But, yeah, follow us on Instagram. We're going to be putting plays up there as well. Uh, More underdog plays. And if those hit, that's sort of going to be the precursor as to whether or not we play Maestro here. Uh, There'll probably be some parlays that, you know, that come out as well. We'll see what's happening. Um, but, you know, just sort of keep, put a feather in the, the plus 325 for Dong Hyun Ma here. I think that's a good play. Moving on, we got Trevin Giles taking on Gerard Mearshart. You know, Giles is is weird to me. I, I'm not really sure what to expect with him. I felt like he was winning that fight against Zach Cummings until he got submitted with the guillotine. My concern is, is how he's going to stack up against a guy like Gerard Mearshart, who's got good submissions. Uh, Mearshart's got more experience, 29 and 11, and he's sitting there, you know, he's coming off a split decision loss to Kevin Holland in a fight I had him winning. Uh, but prior to that, he lost to Jack Hermanson, which we all know the tear he's on. But before that, you got wins over Oscar Pachata, Eric Spicely, Ryan Janes. You know, looking at his wins, if you will, they come over guys that are the talent level of Trevin Giles. I'd didn't go back and look at the odds for those fights to see how many he was underdog for, this, that, and the other. But, you know, I, I would venture to say that even though, <clears throat> excuse me, Giles is sitting at a minus 175, Mearshart's got a pretty good chance here. Although, I'm going to side with Giles here just based off knockout power and the way that he looked in his last fight. I, I just think that Mearshart's too hittable, and I think Giles is going to be able to hit him and hurt him. And that should be able to change the direction of the fight. Minus 175, not bad. Maybe a multi-unit play on it. I'm not sure. I'll wait till I see what they look like on um, weigh-in day. And it'll be all the more reason to check the Instagram page when we add the unit plays to it. So moving on to the next fight. Oh, man. Uh, Nasrat Hakparast versus Joachim Silva. Silva 11 and 1, Hawk Parast is at 10 and 2, and the guy looks like an absolute phenom in the featherweight division. Wins over Tiabalt Goody, Mark Jacasey, and Marcin Held, looking fantastic in his UFC tenure. Joachim Silva, on the other hand, no slouch, 11 and 1, coming off knockout of Jared Gordon, but before that, losing unanimous decision to Vince Bichelle. No shame in that uh, with how talented Vince Bichelle is, but before, uh, before that, split decision win over Reza Madada. Uh, Madadi rather and Andrew Holbrook you know the guy's good he's very very good he's got wins over pretty decent opponents however 
if we're going off strength of opponent alone, I like Hawk Paras. I think he's I think he has the momentum on his side. He's coming into this fight as a sizable favorite, which I think he knows. I think he's going to use that to his advantage. He's going to try to get the crowd behind him. He's going to try to go out there and put on an exciting show. Minus 250. Again, not sure on the value on it. Might roll him into a parlay. Uh, you know, seeing how the night's going, he, he very well may get stuck into a parlay with something last second, might do a last three, three fight parlay, him, co-main and main. We'll see what's happening. Uh, but at minus two fifty, we're just going to put a pin in him for right now. Not sure of the, you know, the value in that co-main event, Clay, the Carpenter Guida still kicking 35 and 18, taking on Jim Miller. Jim Miller sitting at 30 and 13, the the sole holder of most fights in the in the UFC and UFC history. Absolutely fantastic. This is in Jersey. So this potentially, if Jim Miller can go out there and put on a performance and win this fight, this could be his retirement fight. He's been circling around it for a while. He's had Lyme disease for a long time. Minus 155, Jim Miller, hometown crowd, gets it done. I think he's going to get. I think he's probably going to get Clay Guida out of there. I'm looking for rear naked choke somewhere in the late second round. Jim Miller minus 155 probably going to throw two or three units on that main event. Colby Covington taking on Robbie Lawler. Colby Covington obviously interim, if you will, welterweight champion, sitting at 14 and one. Ruthless Robbie Lawler 28 13 coming back quick after that Ben Askren whatever that was. Um, so I put this up on Instagram earlier in the week, and we got a lot of pushback on it uh, from people. Robbie Lawler at plus 190 is too good to pass up, guys. Uh, and I say that because if you look at the quality of opponent that Colby Covington has, right, his most quality win, most quality win is RDA, and he dominated RDA, right? Um, it, you know, there was a couple 48-47s, but there was one 49-46, and I sort of agreed with that. Right, but how did Colby beat RDA? He beat him with wrestling. Now, when RDA fought Robbie Lawler, because we're going with mutual opponents here, how did RDA beat Robbie Lawler? Well, he beat him with his hands. He didn't beat him by wrestling. He beat him with his hands. Is Colby Covington going to replicate what he did to RDA to Robbie Lawler? Absolutely not. He can't. Quality of opponent, you're looking at Cowboy Cerrone, Tyron Woodley, Carlos Condit, Rory McDonald, Johnny Hendricks, Matt Brown, Jake Ellenberger, Johnny Hendricks again, Rory McDonald, and Bobby Volker. Bobby Volker is probably the only person on that list going back to 2013 that Colby Covington can beat. Truthfully, if you look at 2014 Johnny Hendricks, he's not beating him. If you look at 2014 Jake Ellenberger, he's not beating him. He's not beating Matt Brown. He's not beating Rory McDonald. He's certainly not going to beat Carlos Condit, and he's not going to beat Tyron Woodley either. I don't even think at this point he could beat Donald Cerrone. So if you're looking at mutual opponents, uh, RDA is really the only one to go off of. RDA, you know, it put on a great showing against Robbie, but did not look good at all against Colby. But the things that Colby did to win that fight, i.e. wrestle, 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 that's not going to work against Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler's got great takedown defense. He hits harder than RDA does. And he's just got more big show experience. I realize that the momentum seems to be on Covington's side. However, he hasn't fought in over a year. Robbie just fought last in March. And, you know, you're talking about a guy that used to be, for, like, was former pound for pound top 10 and former welterweight champion, defended that belt. One-punch knockout power and has been in the game so long. He's so crafty. He's so good. 
And you got a guy at Covington who's just on the up and up, but his really his only quality win comes at the hand of beating RDA. That's it. I know he's 14 and 1, but outside of the Rafael Dos Anjos victory, he got busted up by Damian Maya. Yeah, there was a 30-27 and a 30-26, but if you look at the pictures of Colby Covington where his face is busted open, that was against Damian Maya. If Damian Maya can bust you open, what do you think Robbie Lawler is going to do? Right? Unanimous decision over uh, Dong Young Kim and Brian Barbarina. Did win a TKO against Max Griffin, which was wild. But Jonathan Munir, Warley Alves, he lost by submission. You know, beat Mike Pyle, Wagner Silva. Uh, you know, any of those guys beating Robbie Lawler now, past, present, future? No, they're not. They're not going to. I, I just think that the odds makers got this one absolutely wrong. Plus 190 on a former welterweight champ, former pound-for-pound pound top 10 with amazing takedown and wrestling. I mean, you f- don't forget those that are newer to the UFC and MMA as a whole. If you if you don't know, you know, Robbie Lawler cutting his teeth with Pat Militich and the boys out in the middle of the country in a cornfield for years. The, the dude is strong. He tossed Ben Askren around like he didn't weigh anything at all. It's like he was, you know, lifting up. I don't know, sandbags or something like he was on a construction site. He just absolutely smoked them. Uh, the bulldog choke, Robbie was not out. He gave a thumbs up. When you're unconscious, your limbs go limp. They fall down. They don't bounce up and, you, and go into the thumbs up position. The only time that anybody's ever been unconscious and hit a position was when Aljamain Serling got knocked out by uh, Marlon Rice and he hit a dab in the middle of the, the, the octagon. That's it. Outside of that, it doesn't happen. So I think I got this one entirely wrong. Um, and I'm going multi-units on Robbie Lawler. I'm going multiple units on Robbie Lawler. I'm going to decide how many units uh, after I see weigh-ins. I just think it's. I think that I think the Colby show is coming to an end. Robbie wins. The welterweight division gets shaken up. It's going to be fantastic. I'm excited for it. And uh, that's really it as far as the card goes. You know, we passed on two fights on this main card here with the with the Holtzman play and the Hawk Ross play. Just to give you guys that don't subscribe to our Instagram uh, a little bit of a hint, the Pudalova-Shevchenko fight, Pudalova sitting at plus 135. We're playing her. Um, I think she's nothing but problems with Shevchenko, and I think Shevchenko continues to get love over and over again because of her sister. Shevchenko's not going to take this fight to the ground. She's going to stand there, and Pudalova is long and rangy and tough as they come absolute warrior she's going to use teep kick she's going to use long you know long straight right hands and she's going to piece Shevchenko up Shevchenko just lost to Roxanne Modafari I'm not buying any sort of love on Shevchenko whatsoever especially if you can't get Roxanne Modafari out of there with her with her very rudimentary stand-up nice lady rudimentary stand-up so Pudalova is going to be an underdog play for us as well in the preliminary card. So that's going to be prelims where you're going to find that plus 135 sitting there. Uh, I think that that's definitely going to be a play. But that's about it as far as bets go. Like I said, this is the one-year anniversary episode. We've been doing this for a year now. I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty humbled by the scope in which this has taken off in a year um it's been really amazing to be honest with you um you know we started out first episode had a handful like a legitimate handful of downloads and I think most of them were just me listening to myself over and over again uh and since then this thing has blossomed and grown in a way that I never thought 
anybody would want to hear me talk uh, would. We've been downloaded in 49 different countries and 568 different cities. I just don't even know what to do with those. I, I can't wrap my head around that. Um, it's just, it's crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. I wanted to do a special guest for this episode. Um, reached out to a couple fighters. We talked to some people. We just could not make it work um, as far as getting schedules to line up. You know, we we did fighter interviews when the show first started. I want to get back into it. It's just really tough if you don't have that industry in to line them all up like Ariel Helwani does. Um, you know, we've had some guys agree to it. We just haven't been as prudent in going after them the way we should have. And, and, and maybe maybe we'll get back to that. And we probably should get back to that. Um, but I do have a special guest. Not a fighter, but, well, maybe a fighter. But the most special guest that I have, and that is my oldest kid. Now, she has been putting up with me doing this podcast for a year now and has no idea what a podcast even is other than the fact that her dad does one and doesn't completely understand what's going on, but she does listen to some podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. So one thing with doing a podcast is you want to talk so they can hear you in the microphone. So when I say you do listen to podcasts though, right? Mm-hmm. No, you're supposed to say yes. Yes. There you go. And you got to say it loud enough for everybody to hear you. Right? Mm-hmm. No. Yes. Yes. All right. So let's do, let's do some top cities since we started. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're great at reading. You would read these cities out as loud as you can so people can hear where all the downloads are coming from. So just do the city. So this would be the first word right there. Fayetteville. Fayetteville, New York, Somerville, South Carolina, Victoria. Victoria, British Columbia, unknown, unknown, Chicago, Illinois, London, London city of, yep, Arlington, Texas, Arlington, Arlington, Texas, yep, um, Honolulu, Honolulu, Hawaii, um, Natick, Massachusetts, Natick, Massachusetts, Saint Joe's, California. Las Vegas, Nevada, Nevada, Los Angeles, California, Budapest, 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 Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Quambo, Quambo region, (laughs) Butler, Pennsylvania, Athens, Athens, Georgia, New York, New York, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. There you go. All right. So that's the top city since we started. Let's go with top countries. These should be easier. Go for it. United States, Canada, Australia, United Kingdom, unknown, Germany, Hungary. Yep. Child. Chile. Chile. New Zealand, Spain, Ireland, Mexico, Europe, Sweden. Malaysia. Malaysia, France, Isle of Man. Kenya, 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 Netherlands, Italy, Portugal, Portugal, yeah, Portugal, Argentina, yeah, Japan, Greeks, Kamana Island, K 
Cayman Islands. Cayman Islands. Thailand. Thailand. Norway. Philippines. Philippines. Belize. Belize. Brazil. Guernsey. Guernsey and um, Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. What do you think? Pretty wild, right? <laughs> yeah. To tell everybody thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. All right. And what song should we end this episode with? You can pick the song. Pick one. Hurry up. Put you on the spot. Pick your favorite song. What is it right now? I don't know. You don't know what your favorite song is? No. Hurry up. Come on. Uh, I don't know. All right. Well, we'll pick something and we'll put it on. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, like I said, guys, appreciate it. Appreciate. I appreciate greatly everybody listening. Thank you for the continued support. Shout out to our show sponsor, Stay Classy Meats and Saving Grace Oil. Go to stayclassymeats.com. Use promo code FIST. Get 10% off your whole order. Stay, uh, if you go to Saving Grace Oil, you get your full-spectrum hemp products. And use the code CASH20 and get 20% off anything that you order on there. They've been stay, Saving Grace has been with us since day one. And Stay Classy has jumped on recently. But I'm forever indebted and thankful to them and extremely thankful and appreciative of all that you guys have supported us with and will continue to support us with and we look forward to a super year too till then if i don't talk to you guys on social media during fight night i will talk to everybody next week see you can't stop won't stop where the brakes at I give him that ditty bop, like take that, take that, take that, take that I'ma put in work, I'ma do that ASAP Throw my faith in rap, but it say don't say that, huh? What I'ma turn down for, I feel like Shaq and 9-4 Breaking glass in that backboard, I like Kobe and Toronto, huh? Dropping 81, yo I dropped the 88 Ricky Bobby, shake and bake, sleeping on it, shoulda stayed awake, huh? Everybody make mistakes like VJs, run say my name, it's Minio. Say it with me, Minio. Okay, great, two forks high, raise the stakes. Risk it all, I take the hate, this the winning team. Get the Gatorade, my guy good, but he's not safe, nah. They try to shut us down and it ain't gonna slide. Only thing I fear is God and he on my side. That's the confidence I got, cause he got me. That's why I really feel like you can't stop me. Like Kendrick, never be the rapper I got from Hendrix Top 10 alive, you will never be mentioned Why I aim so high, won't survive the trenches Plus, you a Christian, Andy They will never listen, Andy Plus, we a pigment, Andy <laughs> You don't got skill, you a gimmick, Andy Well, if I listen to you And everything you put in my ear I be living like, what up, shut up, could up I be paralyzed by fear huh, Ain't that the truth? If I quit, the only way I lose I got two choices when I do this Make moves or make excuses huh? If you know who I'm talking about Then you got me my biggest enemy is me, and even I can't stop me. They try to shut us down, and it ain't gon' slide. 
Only thing I fear is God and he on my side That's the confidence I got cause he got me That's why I really feel like you Turn down, folks.